Hello and welcome to Read TNG, the Star Trek The Next Generation Rewatch Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 6, The Schizoid Man. Yes, let's have it. That name, the, the way I just presented that made me sound like I was talking about some like old sci-fi show from uh, all ten- Yes, well, the <laughs> title of this episode yes, is well, taken directly from a episode of The Prisoner. Yes. Um, yeah. And it's another case of, in Star Trek, especially in the Next Generation era... They often um, would put references to um, actors that they had intended to play the part. Yeah. So, like, for example, in uh, Where Silence Has Lease, where um, I think we talked about it in that episode, uh, the Nagillum Oh, right, he was supposed, was supposed to, be to be played by an actor named Richard Mulligan. Mulligan. It was a, and a switch on his name. And backwards yeah. was Nagillum. Yeah. Um, and there's been a number of instances like that. Um, this one, uh, the, the, guest, the main guest character, or one of the main guest characters... Um, which is uh, Ira Graves, Dr. Ira Graves, yeah, yeah, yeah. Graves um, that the story is about, was originally intended to be played by um, Patrick McGowan, who was the creator and star, um, co-creator of, and star of, the of, prisoner. Uh, of The Prisoner. So that's why they called it. Is there a reason? Do you, do you know the reason why they didn't get him? Or um, Well, he, he was very, like, um, he didn't really do a lot of, um, acting and stuff like uh, that. Like right. he was very picky with what uh, he did, and so. he, he didn't really. Do it was that. kind of more like they wish listed that. Yeah, but, I feel yeah, like yeah. I I haven't really heard the story of like if they were close to getting him yeah. or like or if it just was one of those wish list kind of things. Yeah, imaginary kind of things. Uh, but I think the guy that got four. There's was also fine. oh well yeah, yeah W yeah, Morgan yeah. Shepard Shepherd, is yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah. He's been in a ton of stuff. He's a great actor, um, great character actor. Mm-hmm. Um, also, being that they only needed that character for like the first chunk of the film the episode yeah, yeah, you know yeah. this is but he had to be, super data centric he had to be pretty impressive like he had to be memorable yeah for the rest of the story to work yeah um so this is well yeah because he his personality had to make an impression for yeah he, he, to make any sense later yeah. on yeah so this episode uh had story by richard manning and hans Beimler and teleplay by the illustrious Tra- tracy torme mm-hmm. um and was directed by Les Landau, another commonly seen yeah. name for um, directors of this series. And originally aired January 23rd, 1989. Um, so there's a... Uh, yeah, so so I mean, as far as the naming after the uh, Prisoner episode, the significance was because yeah. they originally intended for Matthew Patrick McGoon to play the part. But um, uh, the storyline does somewhat tie in or refer to it in a way because in the original prisoner episode uh it was all about um like identity swapping Uh, kind of like you know taking over um because well questioning identity was a big part of the prisoner just as a whole yeah yeah, but but specifically this episode because what they do is they they um they have they find this other uh uh resident of the village uh number 12 who looks incredibly like number six mm. and, and Patrick just plays, plays that both part characters, as well in like yeah. different makeup. Um, and what they do is they brainwash number six, uh, to remove a lot of his like personal characteristics and, mm. and things. And then they wake him up and they tell him, yeah, he's always 12 or number 12. This is number six. And they basically swap their identities, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they make it, because they've done this brainwashing in number six, they make it so that, like, they're, they're like, we'll do a test to determine, like, who's the new number six. Mm. And, of course, like, number six gets things wrong because he's all, like, messed up in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and then, like, and then, so then they, you know, they, it's this whole yeah. thing. So 
the kind of like whole thing of playing with identity and swapping mm-hmm. identities and stuff like that and somebody kind of being somebody that they're not does kind of tie yeah. into this episode. Um, I wish I actually tied it a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a very minor connection, yeah, 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 yeah. but it's there. Um, interesting thing, this episode, it starts with, um, instead of a customary, like, captain's, like, right. log, it starts with a medical log. Medical log. Uh, the, the voiceover being yeah. done by uh, Dr. Pulaski, um, which is interesting because Dr. Pulaski uh, introduces the story, but uh, she actually has a very small very small part, part. In it yeah. because she's like, "Oh, I have this other thing I have to deal with." Yeah, uh, they basically well, drop her off and run. Yeah, yeah. well, well, you you can have uh, Doctor Salar. Yeah, yeah, who's um, probably one of one of, if not the first Vulcan seen on Next Gen. Um, I think so. I don't yeah. recall a, another before, one before this point. Well, that like is like not just like maybe a Vulcan in the background that yeah, we wouldn't have noticed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and the significance there is uh, Dr. Solar is actually a long-running, like, she's kind of the second major doctor on the Enterprise yeah. um, that gets referenced a lot. I, really re- I recognize the actress. I'll get to that yeah. in just two seconds. I never looked it up, though. So, so <laughs> I, like, she gets referenced a ton, but is never, never seen, seen again. This is the first time she's really? ever, first and last time she's ever seen. That's how she's but just he, name only. But even next year, when, when Crusher comes back, like... She'll often like page Doctor Slar or like ask for like Doctor Slar to like take care of something. <laughs> she's just a ghost. She's never that, ever seen that's it. Hilarious. Yet. Um, the actress is um, Susie Plaxen, uh, who is best known in Star Trek Circles for she will later play um, Kalar. Oh yes, who's the mother of Worf's son. That's right. That's uh, right. So she's in a couple of episodes as as I Kalar. Knew, I was like, she looks um, so familiar. She's she does a couple of other parts as well. She's also you might uh, remember. Uh, I know you weren't a big Voyager guy. Who was? But uh, the big two-parter where they did the um, that like civil war in the Q continuum. Oh, okay. And there was sure, like sure. the female Q that. Q oh, she's the female Q. She's the yes. female Q. Yes. So you right. might remember that. Yes. Um, so Q yeah, she, she made yes. a number of appearances in Star Trek yeah. and various things. Um, but this is her first appearance, and this is it's kind of interesting. First and last appearance Dr. of Doctor Solar. <laughs> last appearance, but mentioned many yeah. more times. So very odd. Um, but yeah, like I, uh, there was lots of great. Um, like stuff there was um like uh the because data you know the whole thing is is that data uh spends like this this scientist well, he, he befriends this, yeah, this Dr. aging Ira, scientist Ira Graves, who has um who's like terminally ill yeah, yeah, yeah. and they has got the space his assistant or basically sends out yeah. like a distress call of like we need yeah. proper like medical attention like right away because and he's like dying. unfortunately by the time they get there there's no like he's way it's, long yeah, gone yeah it's too yeah. late to really do anything yeah and uh so data spends like his last kind of time yeah alive well there's, they make a big point of like his 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 field of knowledge is yeah. basically in what data is yeah well and, like it influenced Doctor Soon, who yeah, created yeah, Data, yeah, yeah. like so he's basically Graves his... considers himself like he's like Data's grandpa. grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they spend a lot of time together, um, and so what happens is basically he uh, is working on you know sort of the concept of his own kind of form of immortality. Yeah, where he wants to transfer all of his knowledge and like his mind essentially yeah. into like a computer. Yeah. Um, so of course. He puts it into data. data. Yeah. Um, well, again, he's a character that, despite his uh, like expertise and background, um, in exactly the kind of like field that data yeah. is created by, he still 
also does not understand data. He's he's in some ways still of the yeah. of, of oh, the Pulaski's mind. He is just still so a machine. He's a clever machine. Yeah. But I mean I mean data is in yeah. some ways like just a clever machine. I mean there's but like understanding what yeah. that means in yeah. the not relevance of the show. And not yeah. respecting the fact that he's a person. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And that just taking his body is not really yeah, yeah, a very yeah. nice thing to do. Yeah. Um but it does lead to, like you say, it's very data centric. Well they, well, they play a lot around with that because, like, I mean, technically, no matter what, I mean, at a technical level, no matter what data does, he is a machine. Yeah. Like, he's a smart machine. Right. He's a clever machine. But you could but, also like, make the argument, still, as has come up in... Well, like, are people not just machines? People are today? essentially yeah, biological machines, machines yeah. right? It's, so. And it is, it is, that's one of those things that they like to play around with, yeah. that, like, and data's the perfect call. But it does that, lead right? to a lot of... Um, well, like, is is the Enterprise a machine at, at that yeah. point, or, I mean, or is it a person? No, 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 <laughs> yeah. I meant, I meant um, the the plot of this episode yeah. leads to, uh, like you say, it's very data centric yeah. because it's all focused around that, and it leads to you know something that they really like to do, which is to give Spiner yeah. other stuff to play, where like he's basically data, but he's not data. Yeah. And uh, particularly hilarious and memorable is the um, eulogy scene. Where... <laughs> yeah, that was one of the things. Like, because I remember this episode, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is the one where the guy takes over data." And to then know it, him is to, to love, love him, and to, to love him is to know, know him. It just, oh my gosh! It was as soon as they were doing the funeral, I was like, "Yeah, classic." Scene. I remember this classic yeah, scene yeah. because basically he's it's so full of himself. His, his personality is now dominant, so he's basically taking over. So he's essentially giving the eulogy yeah. about himself, and he's like, "Oh, look at that handsome well, face." Because the thing blah, about blah, blah. the thing about but, the doctor but, is he is also super. He's very egocentric. Yeah, he's yeah. very all yeah. about himself. Yeah, yeah, he's just like confident and just like, "Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm the man." Uh, also, him like. He's how he treats Picard yeah. is very because he he views Picard as like a lesser man. Yeah, and and so like suddenly you've got data like more or less just telling Picard to like don't bother me, yeah. you know, which is kind yeah, of funny. It's, it's classic stuff. Um, uh, it was cool where they were going through uh, when they were doing. I like, mean, quite honestly, the fact that it took the crew to like so long to figure out what was well. Happening. Here's the thing: Data <laughs> goes off, and they even address this. True, like a, Data, has, Data goes off on weird tangents well, where he's just like. He's just trying something out. Yeah, it's just like they, a weird. He's trying to well, be here's human, and he's here's just trying thing. something out. They start this episode with a bit of a red herring for oh, the, the crew. Where they go? I where Jordan? It is literally that the best. Down. It's the best oh, part of this episode. Data's beard. It's the best part of this episode. Where oh, yeah, Jordan and Troy, Troy just stay up, straight up laughing. laughs and leaves. And she, she can't, can't even. She can't. And he comes in. He's got the full Riker going there, and I was like. I was actually quite disappointed. I forgot that like he gets rid of it like right away. Yeah, it's just yeah. for that scene. And and because he's 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 all well, it's so fake. He, like, he's feels, the he feels like oh, like maybe a beard will help me yeah, like explore a different yeah. aspect of being a person. Well, and know? also he's like oh, does it not make me look more distinct when I more, when I rub it like know? this? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, he's, yeah it's well, because, hilarious because uh, it's kind of funny because like I think one of those things and this is and like and this is how Jordy like he, Jordy and and Deanna's like. Um, thing of like just trying to keep it together yeah, especially yeah, yeah, yeah. Troy like she like completely just well, she's like what is that on your face yeah. you and, and you almost kind of feel like that's almost like it's a bit rude like a genuine <laughs> oh, oh yeah. it is totally rude but they just can't help it because it's so funny I, but it's it, it, it almost was, feels like it's a bit genuine thing because imagine as actors if you walk they, in there and see that you no, would be like it you would, would have a hard time I'm wondering up. if like 
They didn't they, show they didn't, them. They yeah, didn't, didn't tell know, him what to. They didn't they tell didn't know them. What it was so when they like. came onto the scene, yeah. they didn't tell him that Data was going to have a. Yeah. You know, because it was even if they known, it still what it looked that. like yeah, was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I I and this is sort of a part of it, and then like Data being with the like, oh, don't I look wise? When like yeah. I still feel like the and this is I guess maybe something on the writers the way they write Data yeah. like Data seems to draw a lot of like his ideas on what, like, being a human is oh. from, like, the 1800s. <laughs> like, his, his, like... Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, from the other people. No, like, like... Like, he, the beard Whenever he like brings writer. up something or he wants to try something, yeah. you're like... It's like, almost like a bit of, like, because he's infatuated with Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Like, like, that era, that... Maybe, Victor, I don't know. He has a lot of, like... Like, he, he thinks of a lot of human stuff as being, like, proper and yeah. things like that. And it's just, like... Like, even by our standards, it seems, like, archaic. By, like, the future standards. Yeah. But you gotta remember, also, there's a bit of, like, a well, there's back a, there's, around. Because yeah, yeah, they yeah. T- do tend to be, in yeah. the Star Trek era, they're a little bit more kind of formal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but, it, but it is funny yeah. how, like, I, like with the serious, beard, like, he immediately... And I'm just like, oh, it's, like, the data trying out for, like, Pride and Prejudice, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, it's good. <laughs> um, I liked when they were doing the test on him when they were like trying to figure out like okay what's wrong with him oh yeah, yeah and they're yeah. doing the test on him and they and and they the doctor figures out that like oh like there's two personalities, personalities yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like data is like the pa- more passive like there's a dominant one yeah. that's like basically it, smothering the real data it was sort of something like Troy was definitely picking up on something was wrong there yeah. and I kind of feel they maybe did a little bit of a disservice on her like she never really brings it up but you can see that she's yeah. she's struggling but, to understand like cool what's going on with him because she's feeling things from him yeah. when she normally like yeah. doesn't right but what like, was cool was uh, they um, when they're going through because there's like a screen and they're going through like memories and like oh, yeah, yeah. things like that and they showed like you know they're showing like things that are like significant to yeah, yeah, yeah. and they well, show like and they had um, like, they do like a clip show almost they had like uh, Tasha in there yeah which yeah. I thought was really cool that because well that was done. a good sort of yeah. ring ring back that there's like they have kind of a special sort of bond yeah and uh, I, I like that the for like a kind of lame episode that that yeah. uh, Naked Now was yeah that. Because of what happened in that, it forever kind of connected them in this unique yeah. way that continues on. Well, like, like Tasha will live forever, forever because yeah. of her relationship and with Data. And the fact that yeah, that yeah. became something that was like a recurring thing, that that meant something, mm-hmm. um, was kind of like, that almost makes the legacy of like that episode worthwhile. Yeah. That that episode set up something yeah. that is actually very meaningful. Uh, and influenced it's actually a really Data. Cool thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, like, the episode itself was, like, nothing special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of neat. Um, also, once again, for, like, I don't know how many times, it's Picard's awesome diplomacy skills yeah. that save the day. Because mm. he, he goes in and he well, talks he, to him and in he a, in makes a crust, him realize. Like, the doctor's starting to feel, like, he's starting to feel he's out of control because yeah. he ends up, like, hurting a bunch of people yeah. and, like, he clearly did not intend that to well, be the case. Well, because there's the assistant that he's, yeah. like, the young woman he that breaks he's, her hand. he's kind of, like, in, yeah. in love with her, but, like, he never did anything about yeah. it because he was an old man and she yeah. was, like, a very young woman. So, now that he's in, like, the data mortal body, bo- essentially a mortal body, yeah. um, and he's, like, he's, like, oh, like... I can make you immortal. Yeah, too. I can make, yeah, I can yeah, make yeah. another android and yeah. then put you in it yeah. and then we'll be well, t- together... And stuff, and she's like, "Dude, that is weird. Like, well, come on now." It's, 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 and then there's he like when a, he t- he grabs her and, and, he, and he hurts her, her arm, because yeah, yeah. of data strength. Right? Yeah. It, well, he has a he has a, that conflict between like his ego and and his like 
the, the situation he's in where he he doesn't understand why people just wouldn't see things his way yeah. and so he's his he has a, there's a level of his ego is causing a frustration with like yeah. everybody else on the ship in like why don't you just like get yeah. like well and also from his point of view it's like he's such a great he's such a great man yeah like, exactly. he's so important to history yeah, 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 and to yeah, yeah. science and everything that like he you, everyone he should defer to him like yeah, yeah. and he deserves to like live forever exactly, essentially yeah. because of how like all the things he'll contribute, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. to the it, to the universe. In, you know, he, he, one of those like like a lot of those and, and it's like he egocentric yeah, great he people feel like see that it's if like, he dies, it's such a great loss. Yeah, you know, and yeah, he yeah. doesn't really see that like no, like like people die. That's yeah, just yeah. the natural way of things, yeah. and that data is a per, you know, and data is a person in his own right, and it's yeah. not fair to like take his body away, you know, yeah. and to, to like cheat death. Um, so. Uh, yeah, the fact that yeah. it's kind of resolved by like mm. Picard coming and talking to him and being like, "Look, like," yeah. and and again, like, they, yeah, they, that stuff yeah. is so well done because like Patrick Stewart just plays that. Well, so he brilliantly. he comes right in at that crux moment yeah. where he can employ like, and both his skills as a diplomat and also like he understand he. At, he now understands, yeah. like what the the doctor's oh, exactly. going yeah. through. And, and like earlier you know. on, he wouldn't have been able to do no, that. No, but yeah. like now, it's like he's at the point where it's yeah. like. So yeah, again, like I mean, I, it's it's a running thing. I mean, like the number of episodes up to this point that have been resolved by yeah. Picard just coming in and like talking to them, yeah. and which I mean is kind of a classic kind of uh, Star Trekky thing, and it's like that's sort of what people associate mm-hmm. with it in terms of it's not just about like run in there and shoot everybody yeah yeah, it's not like an there are some action scenes here and there and that's always going to be part of it because there's it's an adventure you know thing so it's like there'll be times when that is the case yeah yeah, there'll be times where you have plenty of episodes where there's way more shooting than talking but um you know at its core it's about resolving things by like talking it out and being like look like this is and making whatever instead of sort of just attacking yeah the thing that is the conflict is with making the thing that the conflict is with sort of see that like oh yeah i, I see what, yeah. where you're coming from and often and often it's, it's not wrong. even necessarily like making them see but it's just like both sides coming to yeah like well because i mean i guess like that, that's acceptable the, compromise yeah well that's, cases, yeah, that's the that's yeah. the essence of what the federation is right yeah. like you know like like um without Finding a way to, to work together despite your exactly, differences. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, also, the show does... Um, this is at least the second episode so far in the series that uh, touches on... Uh, 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 the... I know I've lost my train of thought. Oh, that touches on... Um, uh, sort of like immortality and uh, age and how... Even though it's the future and, you know, like technically becoming immortal is well within the grasp of like so many races and their technologies. Um, It's the downsides to it. The long lasting effects of having a being immortal are are always uh, brought up in a in a way that is um, I don't want to say a negative light, but in in a way like there is a long lasting impact to being immortal that. Is and potentially mm-hmm. um, and also well, well, not necessarily like dangerous, but like it's something that 
Especially like a humans, yeah. not ready for yet. Yeah, even at that, this period. Well, that, and you also, know. there's a running thing in in the Star Trek. Like stuff. it's it's one of those like it's too much power kind yeah. of thing. And there's yeah. also a running thing in the Star Trek stuff that uh, the mortality of humanity is part of what yes. gives them the drive yeah. that they have. Mm-hmm. That humanity as a whole, how much they've advanced in a relatively yeah. short time. Yeah, like because of that drive that they have, because of their yeah. the limits on their mortality. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, well, because it, it is one of those things, like, I mean, immortality... Because they want to leave something... Like, in science fiction, immortality, and actually in fantasy, too, is one of the, the... Generally, in fiction in general, immortality is one of those things that is often, like, handled very poorly. You know, people live for thousands of years without, like, ever really changing. Or the way they change is not, like... There's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot of good examples, yeah. but it's often handled very... Very but, poorly yeah. or very haphazard. But I feel like the idea you know? in, in like in, in Star Trek is that you know humanity, because of their limited you know mortality, it's like they want to leave something behind. Yeah, that's of significance. So yeah. like they're always well, it's because it's more about humanity striving, as a whole and yeah, less about the individual. They're always trying to contribute yeah. something yeah. to the future mm-hmm. because they won't be there. Yeah. You know, whereas like it's often depicted that very long lived or immortal characters. In Star Trek, often it's very, they're very stagnant. Yeah. They don't well, push things forward. They well, don't contribute anything for because example. they just live. Yeah, yeah. And so they don't really care about like that kind of pushing forward and, and yeah. leaving something behind because that's in this you know nebulous future of time that yeah, like yeah, yeah. they don't really care because they're like a hundred years from now they're still. It's, be alive. At a certain point, time becomes meaningless. Yeah. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Vulcans to some degree have that. You know, I mean, well, there, there's this. There, theirs is a, a mix because of like their long livedness, but also like the the way that they their yeah. emotional control and stuff like yeah, that yeah. leads to like yeah. they have a, a little two, more complicated. Well, they, they have two problems. They do have elements yeah. of it. Yeah. They yeah. do have elements of yeah. that. Yeah. Especially, but it has been brought up how like Vulcan society is often like brought up. It's like it's a bit stagnant. It's very stagnant. Yeah, it's yeah. very like they don't push forward. Yeah. Like if you look at how like they were you know probably thousands of years more advanced than Earth. You know, a couple hundred years before, like when yeah. they first encountered yeah, how them, fast but like how fast up. Earth has caught yeah. up, relatively yeah. speaking, because yeah. they have that drive to like just mm-hmm. keep going and keep advancing yeah. and yeah. keep doing more. Yeah. And Vulcan is just kind of like, yeah, yeah. we'll explore a bit, yeah. but we're not really in any big hurry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, it's it's you know, um, that that human compulsion to um, explore. Both, you know, yeah. in, in, in all its aspects, yeah. is explored. Because you got to remember, it's, I mean, it's a very idealized, yeah. but you know, Star Trek, vision of humanity. Star Trek has also never shied away from like that, like all, like it covers the full gambit of human exploration, from like both scientific and inquisitiveness to conquering and warfare, and you know, like a lot of that stuff is regaled maybe to like more immediate past and stuff like that. But yeah, they yeah. do encounter a lot of like, like. You know, there's a lot of humanity that is not part of the Federation, and the the more um, uh, or the less peaceful human drives to expand and explore are 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 still part of humanity. And yeah. you know, even because even the Federation wrestles with a lot oh, of that sure, internally yeah. a lot oh, of times. Yeah. You, you, you know, that's where you see a lot of like. You know, there's never an admiral who isn't yeah. a you know kind of a problem kind yeah. of guy in yeah. case you know. Um, but yeah, so, um, so I guess we gotta rate this episode. I heard about that. Oh. I mean, for me, it's not really, like, it has some really good bits and pieces. It's it's funny and everything. I don't really think there's anything particularly special about it, though. 
Like, it doesn't really showcase the cast, really, apart from Spiner and a bit Patrick Stewart, I guess, with the diplomacy yeah. stuff. I like the concept, but, but I feel it could have been done, like, just... Yeah, I, I mean, I think it was fairly average. It was, yeah, yeah, like, I, I give this a five, but, like, only actually on the basis of, like, Brent Spiner doing, yeah. a, like, doing a great job and, like... I'll, like I'll, I'll go... Like, the beard makes it a five. Yeah. The beard scene is a five point five, but you know. six. Yeah, because I do feel like five to me is like an average. Like, like this isn't five is like average for season one. You know, yeah. six is like it's just that little bit extra. Like it's because it's sort of well yeah. done, but it's nothing really special. Yeah, like yeah, I found it just a bit humdrum. Yeah. Like you telling me it's a the average. plot of the original uh, uh, the prisoner episode. Like that sounds pretty awesome. If yeah. if soon or soon not soon if if uh, Graves. The, if Graves had made a second data, yeah. put his body in there, and then tried to trick everybody yeah. into, like, I mean, that would have been lore. I guess that would have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I but guess it, that actually does sort of the, yeah. but like just like the core concepts of like understanding yeah. and, and doubt. And, well, it's definitely the 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 idea that the they did it on the prisoner, so it's definitely a lot more sophisticated, yeah, and a yeah, lot yeah, more yeah. like yeah. like um, complex, but. Uh, because uh, this this episode is, I think actually what I would have liked to have seen is we don't get to see Data internally wrestling with yeah. the Doctor enough. Yeah. You, there's there's one or two scenes. No, he just like, kind of disappears briefly. and then comes and, yeah. back at the end, and it's and, just like oh, okay, and it's sort of fine. like the episode is really about like can the crew figure out that it's not Data? But the problem is, is the Doctor makes it so obvious that there's like no mystery there. Yeah. So it just kind of turns out into like what are we going to do about the guy stuck in Data? Yeah, you know, which like is ultimately like self resolves almost. Yeah, and and at that it's, that's what I mean. Like it's yeah. it's just not that interesting. So yeah. I, I put it at five. I can definitely see. I was tempted to give it a yeah, six, six, but I'm, I'm going to give it a little more five. Like right down the it's, like it's run of the mill. Yeah, it's borderline. Yeah. yeah, but it's fine. I mean, it's not a bad episode. It's just no, no, no. Not um, too special. It, I would say it falls into the like if you're doing a rewatch, you could almost skip this episode. Other than like it. There are bits and pieces of it yeah. that are well, d- important data centric stuff. And the Tasha Yar th- thing, like yeah. the Tasha Yar. Co- Even that, I mean, it's just oh, a just nice mean in terms of it, their, in terms of like getting like the beard the, thing is funny and the speech is funny. The speech is funny, but I was thinking of like that whole scene where they do the data memories thing. Yeah, is um, it, it gives some insight into a little more of like what da- some of the things data considers important yeah. that we wouldn't otherwise just yeah, yeah. get yeah. in any probably. But any they, other way. they do that in other episodes yeah, yeah. too. But. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, all right. Well, that's all for this week. Yeah, uh, we'll Pretty be back. Simple. Back next week. Straightforward. Uh, what's the? Episode. Do you know the episode for next week? Oh uh, yes, uh, next week is uh, a natural selection. Okay. Which is the um, super aging episode? Oh, so okay. It's kind of like their take on. Uh, there's an original series episode called The Deadly Years, uh, which is about it's it's very different circumstances, very different plot line, but it's similar in the basic the, concept of everyone super gets aging. old. Yeah. Um, so that's that episode. Yeah. I, I don't really remember it being particularly like a great episode. It's not one of my sort of standout episodes, yeah. but I haven't seen it in a while. And yeah. I mean, you never know. Like yeah. sometimes someone stuff surprises you one yeah, way or the other. We see episodes yeah. that I thought we've like, been surprised both yeah, ways before. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. And then after that is, um, matter of honor, which oh, is the, uh, Klingon ex- yeah. off the officer exchange program with yeah. the Klingons where Riker goes and serves on the Klingon the ship. ship. Yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. 
All right. So uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Yep. We'll be back next week. Yep. Till then, I'm Chris. Yes, I'm Cheers. Bye-bye.